3: Greetings and salutations. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. We're so glad to have you with us. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up. As you know, the last episode, I have been away... And the show had been away for several weeks because we took a bit of a brief hiatus so we could do final planning for the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. It did very well. Just want to give a quick reminder for those of you that are looking for some more content. If you can't get enough blunt business and you want to hear more from yours truly, some more interviews. We had some great interviews we did on site from the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. You can actually look for that in our Cannabis Radio website under the USCC Expo Experience. We have a lot of interviews we did prior to the show and at the show. And I would highly recommend you subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spreaker, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcast. Go ahead and do that. The USCC Expo experience. And also stay tuned here to Blunt Business because I know we'll have more announcements as to the next event going in for the USCC Expo. We know we'll be coming back to Miami next August in 2020. And we have more announcements to be made. Stay tuned right here to this show for more of those information. So this episode, we're going to talk, uh, and I hope all of you have an open mind, because this is very uh, enlightening and very spiritually enlightening, if you will. We're going to talk about how many people who follow their faith in Christianity, but are hesitant to adapt CBD into their daily lives because of its association with cannabis. Where can Christians go to educate themselves about CBD in a safe environment? Here to talk with me now, my guest on this episode, is the Editor-in-Chief of God's Greenery, Natalie Gillespie. Natalie, thanks for joining us.
4: Thanks so much for having me today.
3: And my pleasure. And just a bit of the disclosure, I have been uh, not seeing the practicing Christian where I'm just, you know, trying to spread throughout to everyone that I speak with, but I've been exposed to, you know, really much uh, exposed and have absorbed Christianity for all my life. Uh, still a, a church an avid churchgoer today every week uh in the Catholic faith. And don't make it a big point to say that, but I guess that's one of those things where, you know, it is one of those uh basically the idea that, you know, people should go ahead and preach and, and also share the word of what they know and what they believe and share their beliefs with others because that's what that's what God would want. God's greener now it brings the faith community together to explore the benefits of C B D while empowering churches to keep their congregants engaged and even bringing in new worshipers. Talk to me, Natalie, about the overall message of God's Greenery.
4: Well, God'sGreenery.com is a website that I hope is is building um, thoughtful community and conversation for people with a Christian worldview, but really anybody can come into our dialogue. Um, I think the difference with God's Greenery and what there's a lot of information now on CBD out there The N C B D websites are dime a dozen and products and things, but I, they look at body and sometimes mind and emotion, but I wasn't, we weren't seeing a spiritual component. If we, you know, so many of us believe that we are body, mind, and spirit, and you can't really segregate out that spirit part as you're addressing the others. So God's greenery gives people a place to say, hey, you know, how does God feel about this? how do I know whether my belief system is really, you know, really relying on God or if it's sort of been infiltrated by the culture I grew up in and, and thinking that prescriptions are just, you know, the the big part of my health and, and how much, and what would God have to say about that? Uh, So God's greenery is a place where we can look at um, natural healing in light of scripture and in particular um, focus on hemp derived CBD oil and CBN and the cannabinoid system and kind of explore what that is and how God would feel about it, how my pastor would feel about it, my you know what my Bible study leaders are going to say if I pull out my CBD oil and all the questions that people of Christian faith might have.
3: Now, no one not ever ask the personal, just the the profile-type questions, but I'm going to ask. So you're an award-winning author, journalist, and editor. You've written for a variety of publications, including Home Life, Guideposts, and WealthMagazine.com. Uh, real quickly, what decided to talk to me about just um, what brought you to your faith and what brought you to talking about CBD and thinking that this is a good angle to, that this is something that need to be addressed.
4: Okay. So personally, uh, my parents got, I, I would say, saved, you know, ac- uh, accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior when in the hippie Jesus movement of the early 70s, And their faith was very vibrant and very on display, and the community that we moved in, aunts, uncles, cousins, even um, community members, were all part of that Christian faith, and it was very real to me. Um, I felt God's presence. I started praying to Him when I was a very small child, um, knew that I wanted to give my life to Him. Uh, By my teen years, I think like a lot of us do, as I was wanting to get out from under my parents' identity and become my own person. I took control of my own life and asked God to hang out in the back seat for a while and then kind of asked him to get out of the car and ride, ride a couple vehicles back um, and really, really tried to live my life without faith from about 16 to 26 or 27. And and through a series of really personal um, emotional bankruptcy, I ended up going through a very difficult divorce and very painful um, look at myself, realize that I was not the whole person that I felt like he created me to be without giving my life back to him. So in a nutshell, at the end of my 20s, I I gave my life back to Christ, started resuming church and my practice of reading the Bible and, and fellowshipping with other Christians. And that journey since then has been so much more rewarding and fulfilling for me personally than trying to do it on my own. So that's where the faith component came in. And um, the God's Greenery part was a project that came to me after 20 years of writing and authoring and being parts of all kinds of websites. And it was very intriguing to me um, as a mom, as a new grandmother, I hate to admit that, but uh, as um, my body ages, as I see CBD uh, exploding in the marketplace and people still having confusion about what it is and automatically assuming that it is something that gets you high. So I wanted to take a look at, is this a natural healing piece that that we've set down for a long time because of rules and regulations that could be beneficial to our body? And even if at the end of the day, as a Christian, you decide not to use it, my argument is that you need to get educated to stay culturally relevant. I think Christians so often get lumped as narrow and judgmental because we won't even talk about stuff. Well, I think so part of that has place. to be
3: about the fact that— well. Well, I think it's just and this is my own personal opinion. I think there's just some points where um, there's been a lot of societal programming and there's been a lot of interpretation mm-hmm. of what the Bible has given us that some of our leaders in the clergy have brought to us that have really used it as a control to control people uh-huh. from what they're able to go and do and how they're able to live their lives. And I think that's been one thing that's been prominent. And I've been reading a couple of books that they're talking about the idea of societal programming coming in, that there's still, I think, I just, I don't want to say I want to question things, but I just, that I think everybody is allowed to go ahead and interpret what they read in the Bible as their own interpretation and however they feel spiritually where that comes to them what it means to them is what should be important, and not necessarily what, you know, a religious leader tells you. Mm-hmm.
4: I don't think um God is afraid of any of our questions or our emotions or our pushback. If he is who he says he is, and then he is big enough to handle all of the things that we bring to the table. And, and that was, that's another piece of, you know, the Why God Screening is a fascinating project to me, and I hope that, Um, It continues to just grow and build and create this community of people who are thoughtfully researching and dialoguing is that um, God created, you know, this earth and and every plant, as it says in Genesis, for our youth, which means that he, like it or not, created the cannabis plant. And so I think that we do need to zoom back out uh, uh, along the way as we've developed more and more technology and more and more manufacturing skills. We have thought that all of these things that man has created were beneficial to us, and now we come to find out, oh, we've polluted our bodies and we're polluting the earth, and I think there is this kind of um, movement towards going back to the basics, and that would line right up with Christianity, I believe, because the basics are that God created this and created this world for our use, and maybe we need to step, take a step back and, and look at what he made as being better than what we could tweak.
3: <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, I'll tell you um, just also one back thought when you were talking about your parents and how they were able to go and absorb. It was very interesting at a time uh, where you know the thoughts of Jesus Christ superstar was prominent. Norma Green, Spirit in the Sky, those kind of things. Where it was very interesting that at a time in that culture, which definitely was, um, you definitely had cannabis very prominent throughout. That that was also part of the the spiritual awakening that you had. That also. You know, whatever, as if it was used as something that would kind of give a little bit of a psychoactive feel to it, but it also brought you closer to a spiritual sense.
4: Hmm. And I wasn't old enough, in certainly in that era, to um, try cannabis. I wasn't a cannabis user. Um, and I think that makes my journey now towards teaching and education and learning even more fascinating. Um, because I get to learn alongside the community that we're building.
3: Now let's go ahead and And, i am sorry, we're we're, we're going to run into a break, but we're going to go into Scripture next. And and understand, folks, as I do this episode today, I want to make a point. The reason why I thought this was an important subject is because there is another large market that if the perception and— the stigma that is brought on because of religious beliefs, because of societal programming i call it if we can break that mold this is an absolutely larger market to reach out to and there's already some ripples in that right now it's a matter of breaking this open uh almost like parting the dead sea if you will and getting more people open to the idea of cbd and just who knows where it might go we're going to come back with more with Natalie gillespie editor-in-chief of god's greener here on blunt business in
2: just a moment Rolling into some sponsors. But we'll be right back with more blunt business. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds till they board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson with Khalifa with the bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Executives and companies in the cannabis industry.
0: Plant profits only on cannabisradio.com.
2: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out.
3: 000- Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
2: I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on cannabisradio.com. We're back with
3: Natalie Gillespie, Editor in Chief of God Screener here on Blunt Business. Now, the Christian Examiner gave some context on if CBD is sinful. They said this, quote, The Bible supports relieving pain and the appropriate use of medicines for that purpose. We frequently credit God for providing the skill and ability of doctors to cure disease and treat pain. So the basic premise is that medicines, even drugs with the potential to cause harm, are acceptable when you use appropriately and in moderation. Still, even the appropriate use of medications, whatever their origin or potential, should be guided by the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, in the uh, New Testament, they call it self control, verse 23, and it reminds us that the followers of Christ, quote, were called to be free, Galatians 5 13. That freedom is tempered to restrict indulgences and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Furthermore, uh, the apostle, to be a uh, uh, Paul who wrote many letters to you know, the Colossians, Galatians, Corinthians, and whatnot, uh, the apostle, mm-hmm. He cautions that while freedom in Christ makes many things acceptable, it still does not give us free reign to abuse or use in excess anything, whether it's food, wine, sex, or medicine. Which, and that's kind of just a normal social factor. Everything in moderation is good. Now, the other thing that you mentioned here is from 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 12, New International Version, it says this, Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually nor immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with women, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the Spirit of our God, I have the right to do anything. You say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. So, the real issue, this is lumping all excesses together, and we Christians should ex- consider any excesses contrary to God's plan for us to be content in all things. That's from Philippians 4:11 through 13. Now to you, Natalie, the real issue for Christians is not whether or not we should support research and the possible inclusion of medical marijuana or CBD as an acceptable pain reliever. Rather, how much is too much? How do you weigh that statement when it comes to moderation?
4: I think it, the tone that we're setting on God's greenery, and certainly it would fall in line with my personal belief as well, is that um, as you were saying, anything to excess is too much of a good thing is a bad thing. You know, if I I probably shouldn't put a donut in my body at all. White flour and sugar is has no nutrients, and it's not it's not beneficial to me. But I certainly shouldn't put a dozen of them in <laughs> one time. Um, so this so kind of the litmus test for me when I was researching scriptures and trying to really build a thoughtful foundation for God's greenery was that in the New Testament, several places, at least a half a dozen, it talks about being sober or sober-minded. And I looked that up back in the original Greek through concordances, and it did mean literally sober from intoxicant and sober-minded, meaning thoughtful and considerate. And so in, in if that is your barometer. If you are trying to find a, a lifestyle that follows a biblical standard, then if you're using any substance to either mask or medicate something you need to deal with, you know that isn't going to heal you. That you're, particularly like on an emotional realm or mental realm, um, or you're using it for a pleasurable euphoria that then. Saps your drive or energy or motivation or could harm your frontal cortex, you know, to excess, as you're saying, then I think those things are, would not be in line with God's purpose for you. You know, it kind of takes you out of the ability to, to, to walk in his passion and purpose if you're inebriated. I don't think any of us think very well, you know, or our or inhibitions are lowered or we may not make the best choices of our lives if we're absolutely wasted. <laughs> or high or whatever the case may be. So I think for Christians, that's where it's really a no-no. And if the CBD, unfortunately, if CBD got lumped into, it's all part of that taboo without really unpacking the science to say what's beneficial, you know, what is medicinal, What and, and where does it where does it cross the line into just something I want to be basically gluttonous with?
3: Couple more verses here: both Ezekiel forty seven twelve, in Revelations twenty two two. They speak of leaves being used for healing, verses that many Christians lean mm-hmm. on for spiritual assurance when using plant based therapeutics such as herbs and essential oils. As we've always heard, anointing of oil throughout many verses in Scripture, especially in the Gospel. Mm-hmm. Now. Genesis, uh, the first book in the Bible, recounts on the third day of creation, God created seed-bearing plants, which has to include cannabis plants, I would think. Regardless of how humans use, confuse, abuse, or misuse God's good creation, the biblical principle still remains his fingerprints were there first. Now, Andy Crouch, who writes for Christianity Today, he says it like this, quote, Christians despised no great thing the plant is part of a world that was declared good by its maker every step along the way, end quote. Why is it such an issue to some faith-based people?
4: I think it is. Well, I think partially because there is that intoxicating effect and the, you know, over time there is a lot of science showing that the THC levels have been hybridized to the point that the percentages are, are great and possibly pretty harmful for adult, for the adolescent population in particular. Um, But It also did get lumped in in Western society to laws and regulations and the fear factor. You know, it it is, I think, somewhat in line with like a second prohibition. This was a substance that was off limits legally. Therefore, we're in trouble if we use it, in trouble with God, in trouble with man, not going there. And I think that's where it just stalled for a very long time until, you know, the study in Israel and until the word got out with that CNN documentary and kids with seizures it's hard to argue with enough anecdotal stories showing you health benefits, you know, radical health changes through the use of cannabidiol that how do you say that's not your story to someone if their child is having two seizures instead of 300
3: and this is where the you know, FDA I, hemp bill and this is where cool. they have the hemp bill discussions okay. coming into play, where the fact of the matter is that we're trying to get more research out there, and there are people that are lobbying, we need right. to have more product in order for us to do more research to show more results.
4: There, it, And and I think you would agree that the key to that was, you know, the first step in the 2014 Farm Bill, and then the 2018 once we got, once it was taken out of Schedule 1, and we can, we'll we'll see the science start to follow. The tricky part is that the products are already out of the bag and on the marketplace in such wide volume that we do need sites like God's greenery and podcasts like yours. And, you know, the, that, and some good solid information out there to, to tell people this has potential health benefits for you, but it's also a cautionary tale. You need to know your sources and you need to be able to understand not only what third party lab testing is, but how to read it. And you know that if hemp is grown in, soils where there are other things like heavy metal it's going to soak that up too. So all of these things, um, we're still watching come down the pike and God's screening I think, takes a cautious approach to that while also saying, don't avoid the subject altogether. Let's get knowledgeable together.
3: And one of the things you mentioned in the same article I just mentioned, the uh, it's by the way it's Christianity Today and the article, some Christians are turning over a new leaf with CBD oil. You were actually quoted in that article and this is what you said, uh, to create a conversation and to take the stigma away from even being able to talk about it, the last thing you want to feel is like you have to hide. I thought that was very well said. And I think that just goes with anything uh, when it comes down to being able to talk about this. But I think we're in a society right now where, you know, politics and just societal values, um, so much when it comes to, I mean, a lot of different things, what's politically correct, what's not politically correct, what is woke, what is... Uh, you know, in terms of social justice, a lot of different areas. I just think it's very, it's the climate now. It's much tougher to talk about anything. And the common idea is to feel like to hide about it.
4: And that's where I love, love what we're doing with dot com because for me, we are so Polaroid polarized as a society and, um, right-wing, left-wing, and taking pot shots at each other on social media. And here is a place where for me as a Christian personally and someone who is now thoughtfully exploring the cannabis and CBD community, I can allow my Christian friends to learn and feel more comfortable about CBD while inviting all interfaith and non-Christian friends to the site to learn a little bit more about us, that we're not all narrow and judgmental, that the Bible might have some valid points for them. So it's the best of both worlds for me.
3: Let's go and continue this very uh, enlightening conversation. Natalie Gillespie, editor-in-chief of God screeners with me here on Blunt Business on a
4: very very
3: interesting episode we're talking about. And it's uh, quite an interesting discussion. Again, we've been talking about where can Christians go to educate themselves about CBD and a safe environment. And really, the larger scale issue for business owners are what do we need to go ahead and do in order to educate this potential market and to really open this market to more exposure to cbd at least but then we also want to find out what cannabis uh lies in for this particular demographic we'll talk about that in just a moment
2: rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business Sweet Sativa
4: Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now I'm ready to turn.
3: natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on.
2: It's a dog's
0: life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio.
2: I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm here with Natalie Gillespie,
3: the editor-in-chief of GodsGreener.com. Now, hemp is proper for Christians to use for food, medicine, and enjoyment. That was uh, focused in the verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 12 of Genesis. And later in the first chapter of Genesis, they also talk about how the Bible further indicates that all herbs are given for food. Much is made about this statement, which is found in the King James Version, and speaks of hemp being the plant which is also spoken of in Ezekiel 34-29 as a plant of renown, which would heal. So hemp, we already knew, was already spoken about in the Bible. And so what people have in the understanding that hemp-based CBD is validated and can be something that I don't think anybody should feel they're committing a sin if they're, if they're consuming this or using this to help better their life or just better their their experience. But does this leave cannabis, the actual marijuana plant, out of a person's faith?
4: It's well, it's plant. I mean, and it does again. When you're going back to those Genesis scriptures, it still it says every plant. I don't read an exception into every. Again, I think it goes with um, usage. We we want to obey the verses in Romans that do call us to fall under authority. So that even if you don't agree with the, your governmental authority, that you got to trust that God put them there, and that's you know that's that's a tough act sometimes right now. Um, but also again, that litmus test of, of what is our purpose for using it? Are we using it to escape what we're made to do? Are we using it to cover pain that we should be giving to him or we should be dealing with, you know, in other ways, medically or through counseling? Are we using it as an intoxicant? Or are we aim? going to continue to thoughtfully explore all of the, the things that God gave us on this earth? And, and that would include both sides of the cannabis plant, in terms of whether they are healing, whether they have healing properties. And I don't know, right now, CBD, I mean, right now God's Greenery is focused on that hemp-derived der- CBD oil, but I think I think the conversation is open, and I'm willing to have it.
3: Now, thank you. And that's the one thing, too, is because it comes down to the fact that there are those who should be able to have the conversation. At least open your eyes and just see if this is something that might be viable, but do not, I just think there's something to be said about not letting what, spiritual leaders or religious leaders how well-intentioned they might be they might not be interpreting what's the same thing that you might interpret it once you read the same scripture but really come it comes down to it natalie just to close things up is there anything that i would see in the gospel where jesus spoke himself that would deter anybody from you know feeling that they would be committing any kind of sinful act by partaking anything that's hemp or CBD-related, and then anything that God might have said in the, early, in the Old Testament, something that would have been brought up that would have created some sense. I mean, that's what I just don't get is that why something is so organic. I mean, it's not—I mean, when you compare it to any drugs that are processed and created, you know, you can also make the same—I guess that's the other thing. You can make the same argument for cocaine coming from opium or just from other things that are made that are natural. Uh, hallucinogenics? Well, there
4: is the question question of, is it legal? And, you know, in the place where you have chosen to live, because we are to obey authority. So biblically, you would at least ask that question. Um, Of course, God's law trumps man's law, but if you are living under man's law, then you're to obey that authority. So that would be one question to raise um, biblically. Uh, Secondly, there is, you know, Paul does instruct in the New Testament that, yes, you're free to do anything but like you said, you shouldn't do everything. And it goes further to say, if what you're doing could cause a brother to stumble, you know, or someone else to fall, because it might be okay for you, but not for them, um, then you're to refrain from it. But for me, the overarching verse would be 1 Corinthians six nineteen 19 and 20, um, where he's, Paul is directing the church at Corinth, and he says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price, therefore honor God with your body. So that's an individual, you know, spiritual walk that you have to ask the Lord is between you and him, you know, do am I honoring you if I'm using this plant, product, food, chemical, prescription in this way? Am I honoring you with my body?
3: I don't want to speak ill of people in the mainstream media. Yeah, sometimes I do. That's something I do on the bully pulpit of this program. But When we look at those that have conservative values, some of those, they talk about the religious right. And they talk about the fact that, you know, there are people that are with high profiles, very righteous. And I would imagine they would be intimidated by someone like you that would be able to go ahead and quote Scripture, be able to offer a valid argument. Because that's the one thing that holds, I think, people back if we ever get legalization of cannabis in a full scale is because the stigma is still put on those that are very spiritually inclined, those that are very religious-minded. And I think that's one thing that is, is a major barrier to break. And I'm just wondering, have you ever, I mean, and I'm not, like, again, I don't want to speak to, well, to the people of, like, a Dennis Prager or Laura Ingram or some of these other conservative, you know, people that are very uh, biblically sound. You know, they obviously they have a uh, user platform to go and reach those people that are very good, wholesome individuals that— they might, if without, if for not them speaking about oh, pot's bad, this and that, or also overlapping everything into one thing and saying, "Look, what's doing to damage your kids? It's not right. It's sinful, and with nothing to back it up." I would want to know: Have you ever had the chance to try to get yourself up and forward to talk to those type of people, to talk to those type of organizations, and open the conversation?
4: Um, we're hoping the doors are opening. I just did a media day in New York this week, um, talking to some some big outlets, have some personal friends at some of these outlets from being a journalist for so long. And, and yes, I invite everyone to the table. I am not saying at the end of the day, when you come to God's greenery, that you are to use CBD oil or that you're even to say, yes, you think it's a great thing. I'm saying you just what you said, you cannot make a valid argument without getting yourself educated. We, we are just lumped into the category of being uh, narrow-minded, judgmental, you know, polarizing, what, whatever, blowhard, if we don't, if we are not literate about what we're talking about and we are not following the science. You know, when I put up an article that has some of the medical information in there or the scientific in there, I go back to the original study. I'm not going to the, all the other cannabis links or to, I'm following that bunny trail as an investigative journalist until I get to the original study and waiting my way through it to make my own judgment and to be able to bring that knowledge then back to the consumer. And that's what I would ask any of my media counterparts to do. When I
3: think about when I go to mass on Sunday, and I know every week they use incense to, you know, let those, uh, you know, they'll go ahead and spread the incense along the uh, congregation. So everybody thinks, you know, sign of the cross and they all take it as a bit of uh, just almost like a cleansing, if you will. And the same thing goes mm-hmm. for the oils that are being used that are talked about in Scripture or just that might be used uh, that it just regularly brought up in terms of uh, helping to you know, comfort people or to heal people, if you will. And it's amazing where those certain things kind of tell you, okay, well, that's how CBD is offered. It can be something that might be in a smokable form or it could be something in a uh, oil form. But then there's such a stigma put on this. And this is even worse than what reefer madness says. This has been a major crux here. And you put a lot of information on God's greenery. Got, um, obviously, with your journalistic background, some of the information you put up there is very informative. I would recommend people to go take a look at that. What else should they look at if they go to the website? Take a minute to talk to our listeners about what else you provide at God's greenery.
4: Um, God Screener. We have uh, several categories. You can find articles under Church and Lifestyle. I try to stay up on top of research and regulation, uh, health and beauty. Uh, you know, maybe maybe CBD's in every product today, but does it really need to be? Some of some of those fun, you know, myths and facts and Mythbusters. Uh, scripture and commentary is, of course, a category near and dear to my heart. But I think what the the touch points of the site are is under that category of real stories. Because no matter what your argument is, um, morally, ethically, and spiritually, if I have a 65-year-old woman who comes to me, who came to me literally and said, I had not left my home in the last year. I had become so depressed and even agoraphobic because my psoriasis had gotten to the point that I had red, flaky skin all over my body, and it was so embarrassing. And I had tried every medicine that doctors prescribed for me, and I have been speaking the Lord in prayer, and I – nothing – worked. I made diet changes and, and I, I didn't know what to do. And that someone recommended CBD oil and I learned a little bit about it and I tried it for two weeks and my skin is clear and I have my life back. Now, how do you argue with that? How do you say, oh, it's just a snake oil or God certainly wouldn't approve of that. I think, I think he wants us to be healthy and whole and honor him with our lives and our bodies.
3: I totally agree. So I, I really, I hope, uh, like I said, I'm glad. I'm so thankful you came on our program. But I want to challenge those in the uh, mainstream media. So the, the likes of CBN, EWTN, Fox News, and so many other internet outlets that are very religiously, uh, spiritually inclined. I would recommend, you know, take the challenge. Bring Natalie onto your program. Let's have this conversation. I hope they do. And I hope we get a chance to keep in touch with you, Natalie. Thank you so much for being with us here on the program. Really appreciate it.
4: Thank you. I'd love to
3: talk again, Jorge. Our pleasure. Now, again, thank you, listeners, for listening to us on another edition of Blunt Business. And I really want to hear some feedback from you of what you think of the program. Uh, you know, please reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. Go to Cannabis Radio and just go ahead and you know send a message to us if you have any comments about this this conversation. I want to know what everybody thought about it. I'd love to go and hear specifically from you. So you can download past episodes of the show by going to CannabisRadio.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.
0: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.